In episode 19, Josh and Trevor discuss their recent trip to the Washington State Summer Con. Andy explores some Luke thoughts. We appreciate a unique collection and give a thoughtful collector tip. The force runs strong with this pod. Pass on what you're about to learn. Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening. Thank you for listening to the Holocronicles podcast. You can find us at Holocronicles on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, or whatever major podcast platform you prefer. Josh. Andy, what's happening? Not much. We have a guest. We don't have a guest. We well, just haven't remoted in. We're, we're, this is new for us. Yeah, we're giving it a shot. We got uh, we got uh, OG BMB or Trev on the line. Trev, what's happening? Hey boys, can you guys hear me through there? <laughs> come in, uh, come in, Trevor. <laughs> You're clicking out, but uh, hopefully you can hear me. It's we can hear you just fine. Hear you. Good stuff. Um, so I can stop yelling. Yes, got please, it. please stop yelling. Let's get it. right into it. Yes, sir. Stop. So the news of the day for this group of, I was going to say young men. We're still young men, right? Sure. Depends on, hey, how old was, like 600 was Chewbacca, so we're good. Oh, yeah. we're. He was 190. <laughs> At least in Sorry, solo, was I was, thinking Yoda? <laughs> I don't know. 900 <laughs> or, for Yoda. Or Moses. I can, Somewhere I, in between. I mean, we're young in the grand scheme of sure, things. Sure, sure. Young at heart anyway. Um, the news for us, actually for you and Trevor or that you recently went to the 2019 Washington state summer con in Puyallup. Was that in Puyallup, Washington? Yeah. Just South of Seattle. So you guys got to go do this. Uh, I had intended to go, but ended up not being able to because of things like uh, wife's birthday and and, and son's baseball tournament. Priorities. I know. I know. I I gotta get straightened out, but you guys did, Send me some pictures, and we had conversations afterwards about it, and sounded like it was a blast. It really was. Uh, I'll I'll start off, but we definitely have a <clears throat> Trev. Trev was with me. We took uh, Trev's boy, uh, me, and I actually took my brother, who's a fan of the pod. My brother, shout Sam. out to the spoon, the spoono, um, and his boy, which is great because he's a. Anything, you know, you got lightsabers or laser guns or whatever. He's all in. And uh, we we uh, motorcaded up. There it is. Laser sword. <laughs> and it was really great. You know, when we looked at the, the cast or the list of guests, so to speak, it was a little impressive for one. Well, I'll start. I'll, for one, we had uh, Tamira Morrison was there. I, mean, I always say his first name wrong, but anyway, Jingle Fett. Among and, other things, he's um, been in quite a few movies. Well, I'm in Jingle Fett. But for our purposes, <laughs> he's he, is, Jingle Fett. he is the he original is uh, clone. He's also Rex and Cody. He's, he's and, every clone you've ever seen. I mean, this guy's <laughs> everywhere. He's probably the most prominent figure in uh, Star Wars, like the most rep- rep- 
repetitive character. That was funny that you re- 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 get repeated. It? I just cloned that saying three times. Um, it's a and then, uh, obviously it was very Star Wars centric. Uh, it's a comic con, but Star Wars is the big draw. Was it the biggest draw there? It was definitely the Trev. Would you agree? Was that the biggest draw there? Uh, with Django? You think I'm Django saying Star Wars in general as a Oh, topic. absolutely. Absolutely. They had a full setup of it. Yes. Yeah, they had Jake, like a, uh, Star, a Star Wars experience, which was... Uh, so anyway, we yes. get ahead of ourselves. But uh, back to the yes. guests um, that of note for us. Uh, there, And then Carl Weathers was there, which is Apollo Creed, oh, I mean, gosh. for Pete's sake. And Dude, we'll get into that here in a minute. <laughs> uh, I think we'll, we'll break it down. Oh, and then, my. of course, the premiere... The, the the premier the guest. reason the the deal breaker uh, as to why we should or should not go oh well yeah Billy D Williams Billy is there. D yeah Billy D was there in uh, all his glory it was so fantastic to to can't see go live. wrong we posted some I posted some pictures up actually this evening uh, prior to the pod on Instagram on Instagram and linked them over to to uh, Twitter so um it, it just I, I don't want to go. We'll we'll just talk about it, but I will say that there are these these guys doing their job are just so awesome. They're they're great people. I've got my own story, but Trevor, why don't you tell me what your initial experience or or thought was going to this con, Washington the the summer con, so to speak. Well, I gotta say, I initially I thought it would be kind of a kind of the standard con where you'd go and you'd go to. Uh, different booths you'd look at different you know collectibles and things like that drawings and different artists um, some different authors stuff like that but when we got there it was just there was something it was good it was really good I I really liked the fact that uh, not only did they implement the celebrities which were awesome each one of the experiences with each one of them was great but the uh, the the fact that we could kind of go around, interact with everybody, and then go and talk to these the celebrities. Uh, I don't know if you want me to tell you the whole story about my interaction with each, but man, I, they well, they made it they made it better than I expected. Meaning, well, that, Trev, just share like for me when you and I talked afterwards. You know, you were sharing uh, what what your experience was. You you said your uh, your interaction with uh, Tamira Morrison was was like you, you couldn't have asked for it to go any better. So go go ahead and share share that share that. So uh, yeah, a little bit about that. We we went we went in and kind of uh, the group kind of got separated because we had different things that we were going to. Uh, I went in and I I said okay, I'll try and go and get in line and and get in line for Django, uh, Tamara. Uh, so I got in line and while I was there, I was I was right up front, um, kind of in the line. There was a lot of people there, but I was I was in front. So I text a couple pictures to Josh and said, "Hey, he's here. Hurry up!" You know, uh, Josh had other stuff he had to run, run back. But um, either way, we—I was sitting there, and while I was watching him interact with other people, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got to get my—I got to get my photos. I got to get my—I um, had a couple things si- that I wanted signed. First off, what they do is you—you you pay for a signature with the guy." Um, and, for each signature, and right? one signature, each, yeah. each signature. Yeah. Like you pay and say, Hey, I want to pay this amount and I want a signature of him on a photo that they provide. Um, and so I went up, uh, I was trying to find a, uh, a black series figure to get 
to get signed by him. Like I was really searching. I tried on eBay beforehand, couldn't get it delivered in time. Uh, it got to a point where I was like, okay, I, I, I want to find something that's Django, you know, and try and get it signed. So I searched around. I, I was like, hey, Josh, you're, you're busy. I'm going to take that few minutes. I'm going to look around. Went through back down the aisles, kind of searching and, and going back and forth and couldn't find anything other than this artist that I really liked. Um, and I wish I knew his name, but it's, uh, I don't have He's it right now. But he, too, and I don't know his name either, but he had some really good stuff. Yeah, to, it, like, we, Seattle, we have to tag or, him later. Or yeah, like Portland Seattle, or Seattle artist. And Yeah, uh, we have to tag him later. Christmas he was, was great. too, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah, yes. Yeah, like yeah. It, but he, he uh, and, and I'll just you know, elaborate on what Trevor's saying about the artist, the artist, and I didn't buy any of his art, but Trevor, almost because Trevor was in. So I was like, yeah, I like that. I want, you know, we like to almost have unique collections as well, where I'll go, I want to go to Trevor's house and see his, his cool art because I don't have any. Uh, But this guy had these really good, like sketches is what I would call them. Uh, Very powerful, very, you know, kind of frisky, you know, just out of this world. So you you were able to find a Django, piece of art yeah, from this dude yeah yeah so through i mean again we searched through uh kind of throughout the day uh we got there early searched around went through kind of each aisle and this guy kind of i personally honed in on because i like this kind of art it's it's original it's drawn it's pencil it's uh it's right, it's, it's the on kind paper of art that you like to do yes I, I really liked it and i talked to him about it and i said you know i bought a couple of pi- uh, pictures already and and basically asked him, Hey, can you hold these for me? Anyway, and then this came around where I was, I was with Tamara and, uh, trying to find out like, Hey, can I, can I get, can I get, can I find a Django either, either a black series was ideal or a picture. So I went searching around, couldn't find anything, went back to him and said, Hey, do you happen to have a Django? And he said, Hey, I, you know what? I just drew, drew one today. Um, here you go. And it was pretty, it was pretty expensive. And I said, well, you know what? I don't, uh, I, I appreciate it, but I just don't have that much money. Well, my son stepped up and said, Hey, I have this money that, you know, you wanted to, to get me a, get me a souvenir. He said, Hey, just take this. So Gavin gave me that money. It was, it was, it was a cool experience. Cause you got um, to be a way. father and son. That yeah. Is cool. was, That's really it was cool. cool. It was cool. It was a good experience. Gavin stepped up. So then, and so then did way. you have to, did you have to pay extra to have him sign that? So we per- so I purchased the autograph or I'm sorry, the drawing. Then I went back to Django and I was still waiting for Josh. So I'm like, okay, I've got this. I went up to the lady there. That's kind of like pre, uh, the pre kind of the handler. Yeah. The handler. Exactly. Talked to her and said, Hey, I want to get an autograph from him. They had some really cool Django, like, like photos of him in the some actual glossies. scene. Yeah. They're great. They're cool. So I picked one of those um, and said, well, I want this one autographed for sure. I'm going to go with this one. She says, you can only have one autographed. He will only autograph one. I said, okay, that's fine. I, I get it. I, I know how it works. So that, I, I get that. I went to him and offered that 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 photo, the, the pre-made photo, and started talking to him. And the thing about him was that like when you go to shake somebody's hand, instead of like shaking his hand like a you know somebody you meet, it was – like a bro handshake, you know, like where you're, he brought you're, you in. You're, yeah, you're, you're locking <laughs> He flipped it around a little bit. 
Yeah, you're locking thumbs. And it was like, man, this <laughs> guy is cool. Now, yeah. now careful, yeah, there's was... been a romantic Star Wars fan theory based on less than that. <laughs> okay, I can yeah, say no that doubt. there was no... Locking thumbs. <laughs> there was no sparkle in either of our, of our eyes, but... <laughs> But he was he was just a cool guy. I mean, like down to earth, like a, the type of guy you'd be, you know, have a drink with. Love that New England and, or a New Zealand accent was. Oh awesome. yeah, yeah, New it was England cool. Player. Just a cool guy. He started talking to me and my son, asking questions. You know, where are you from? Type of stuff. Why are you? You know, it was cool. So um, one thing I remember telling you after we got done talking about this uh, was that, like, man, it's so cool when. You know, when your heroes are as cool as you want them to be, right? They're not, they're not jerks. They're not like, I mean, I understand that these conventions for these celebrity types um, and authors and, and such, it, it is part of their job. It's part of their income and, and, and they could treat it as such like, Hey, I'm, I'm here to work. And that would be totally fine right. and acceptable. Right. Yeah. But when they surpass your expectations, like when you go in just thinking like, okay, they're here, this is their job, you know, we're not going to expect a whole lot of interacting. And, but then they go the extra mile to, like you said, they, they asked questions, he asked questions to you and Gavin. And so well, it was like interactive and, and it just, it just set the experience over the top. Well, and and you could tell when I was talking to you, you could tell how pumped you were that it, it went way better than you could have imagined. Oh, absolutely. And, and not only, not only that, but it, it, it wasn't even, it was a, it was an experience. Like, I feel like it, so not only did we would, you know, shake hands, do all that stuff, but he was signing the autograph or the, the autograph to the photo that they had. I was holding this other photo that I purchased in my hand. And I was like, you know, I was holding it kind of back and he said, well, what's that? And I said, well, well, no, don't worry about that. I, I didn't. I didn't pay for this photo. It's. Uh, I didn't pay for the autograph. It's no worries. But thank you. And he said, "Well, well, no, just give it to me. Just don't tell anybody." <laughs> so he grabs it. He grabs it from me. Opens it up out of the sleeve it was in and starts signing it. And he's like, "Just don't tell them over there." And he starts signing it. And it was such a cool experience, not only for me, but I looked at my son and he was just ear to ear, smiling, enjoying the situation. And it was just like, what a cool experience. That is cool. Um, and it's not even, it's not even the money part of it. It was just the fact that he made that, he made that entire con. Yeah. I think I just, agree with that. Cause when we left, I think Trevor was glowing about Tamira. He was just like, that guy was, was he, so cool. Was I he mean, even touching well, the ground when he was walking? Well, I got just kind of hovering. <laughs> He's kind of short. He wasn't touching the ground when he was sitting yeah. in the chair. I'll tell you that much. But yeah. well, and not and not even that. But I'll tell you this: I wasn't a huge Django fan prior to this. I wasn't, but I am now. Like he made me like not only not just the character, which is was already amazing and cool, but he he made me think. Okay, yeah. this this whole experience and the person who created this character. Is that cool? Like, it was just a cool experience. So do you want to go I see could, all the movies that he starred in now? Well, no, I think absolutely, because I do. You know, yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Wasn't he yeah, in uh, Couples Therapy? Yeah, something. There's one where he's wearing a beanie cap. That was what I was like, is that a, uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I have not watched all of his films, but that's a good point. I'll add to this a little bit is that while Trev was in line, I was running around and actually happened to find a black series Django. Oh, let me, let me tell that real quick. I want to tell that story because <laughs> this was, this was pretty epic for me in two different ways. One, I'm, I'm 
I'm texting back and forth with Josh, like, hey, hurry up, hurry up, get over here. He's signing these two different autographs for me. And while that happens, um, uh, I'm texting back. I, I look at my phone when we're done. We're done, completely done with him. And I look at, at my phone and Josh says, hey, I found you a Black Series a Black Series Django to, to get signed. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. that Oh, that's so awesome. <coughs> well, I tried okay? to. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was choking up over it. I get it. I, try, I tried to text Josh and say, Getting "Well, emotional. I'm I'm already done." But Josh said, "Hey, I got it already," which was really cool already. Josh was like, "Hey, I got this for you. I'm bringing it to you." So Josh is running this over to me while I'm already done, and then and then Josh shows up, and I'll let you finish there from there, Josh. Yeah. So I show up, and and Trev's like, "Man, I I got this sign, and he's already jacked up," and I'm like, "Oh man, that's awesome." He's like, "This guy's the coolest." He's like. Um, and then, of course, I'm Mr. Rule follower. I'm like, well, they only pay for one signature. He's like, yeah, 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 I know, but but check this out. Just walk up and just just ask him, and and he'll do it. And I'm thinking, I, I don't want to be that guy, you know. But okay. And so I get in line. Of course, the handler, same same gal Trev de- dealt with, was like right. one signature. And I'm like, I get it, and then I grab the Django picture, which is awesome. So I'm fine with it. I've got my own personal Black Series Django, which I brought with me from home. <laughs> And I walk up and and I kind of pull it out of my bag, you know. And but I throw down the picture and and he's like, "Hey, mate, how's it going?" You know, and he signs it and and he's like, "Oh, what do you got there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no." And he signs that for you. He's like, "Yeah, no problem." He signs that for me, and I'm like, "Thank you so much." And actually, we happen to be pretty lucky because we were the last ones in line before he went to lunch, right before lunch, right yeah. before lunch. Exactly. So he was kind of like super relaxed, cool, but knew he was getting out of there. They actually turned away someone behind us behind me so it was like wow and then and then i turned to trev and i grabbed his black series i'm like or uh, i think i did i don't know if i did or trev did i'm like hey can you sign he's like no problem and he signs that and so you guys got got a bunch we got like six signatures out of this guy for the price of two and uh and then he stood there and and talked and like trevor said he's very personable um shook my hand took a picture with me i mean all these things are extra on top of what we paid for and it, it, I mean, he was the coolest guy. So like, like I was saying, you know, I don't want to go too long on this, on this one, you know, a uh, uh, celebrity, but he, I think he made the con for us. Cause after that, it was like, it's, it's fine. Cause that, he was our first signature. And I think most people have that experience. Now, what I would say, especially with him for sure, cause he's just a cool dude. And, and he was kind of arranging stuff and I had to like interrupt him. Trev's like, no, 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 go talk to him. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just wait for him to finish talking. And then, <laughs> yeah. and that's when I got my picture with him and he was like, Oh yeah, absolutely. And he turned around cause I, I, we weren't a burden, which is how I feel maybe a celebrity might act or could or should act given yeah. rabid fans who might want to just take their signature and sell it, which of right. course we don't want to do. Right. Well, and some people might see that opportunity. Oh, he signed an- another. Well, if, if you give an inch, yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll take a mile. Exactly. And, and that's you don't what the wanna... handler should be doing. It's like controlling yeah. the crowd. Right. And right. But if you guys right. didn't do that and you guys had a great experience and, and that, and that doesn't even, I mean, that was, like you said, it was your first one. And then you had two more biggies to get. We After had, that, we had two biggies. I was, I'll, I'll give almost the same story because my personal experience, which is very similar to Trevor's, you know, because he had that cool, like, figured it out and then was able to pass it on to me with uh, Tamara. Uh, but Carl Weathers, I mean, Carl Weathers Ooh. was fantastic. Cool, I mean, Apollo dude, Creed, man. cool, I, dude. I, uh, Predator, Predator. I mean, oh my gosh, just so cool. <laughs> and we stood in line, and I was starstruck by him. <laughs> I literally was. 
Well, and dude, so, dude, look how look slick he looked. Oh, like he, he looked like looks, he was straight looks, up. He looks as good as he did twenty years ago. He looked like Apollo Creed, man. He, did. he was now, he was in it. Let me interject just for in case somebody's listening that doesn't know, Carl Weathers is expected to have a role exactly. in the Mandalorian. Oh, so that's the Mandalorian. Our, that's yeah, the connection. That's the, Not only yeah, is he a Rocky you know, mainstay or, and he was in predator. Yeah. And, I mean, he's been in a bunch of stuff. So I don't want to happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Just the greatest. I, it, so, he, so we get in line and again, the line is short. This, I'll, I will put this in really quick. This con, and I hate to say it because I hope it got better. This con didn't have a lot of people there. We had almost free reign. It wasn't, you know, uh, uh, aisle to aisle packed it, we walked down freely and then when we got in line for our specific you know like autographs which were for me tamira and carl weathers and then our next guy it was uh it was really quick so i again yeah. got in yeah, line surprisingly quick. yeah i got in line and and we're and we both walked up and trevor is kicking himself because he didn't get a carl weathers autograph but he ended up being able to buy one which is awesome and so we're both in line well, but but real quick though, do you remember when we first showed up, like in the early morning, there were people like lined up, there like were. there were yeah, they were lined up for each one of these guys. They were kind of piling up, and we were like, oh my gosh, we're never going to make it in. Yeah, it's going to be. A and long then we day. waited. We we went to lunch, kind of did a bunch of other stuff, and then came back, and it turned out perfect. So. It did, and so Carl, yeah. we I, I'm watching him interact with the people in front of us, and the guy in front of me before I go. He's like, hey, I got to be honest with you. Happy Gilmore is my favorite movie. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> He's right, how great that. was it to be in that movie? And <laughs> right. and as a celebrity, you know, you know, you could be like, come on, man, I was in Predator, <laughs> you know, or, yeah, right, or, right. Hey, I was Apollo Creed, you know. Yeah. And he goes, that movie was so much fun to make. He says that is a great movie. It still yeah. stands up. And I'm like. This is awesome. And eye contact, like he's he's signing, but he's looking, he stops what he's doing, he looks up and he has a conversation with this guy. And this guy kind of loses it a little bit. He gets his voice gets shaky. He's like, ooh. You know? yeah, like, yeah, it goes right. up an octave yeah, or two. It does. Oh and, and so he's like, Well, thank you very much. You know, it takes his and then I walk up and I'm like, wow, this guy's awesome. And then Trev's next to me with his boy, who's about 12. And uh and Carl's like again just interacting and being awesome and then he's signing and then he looks up and he looks at Gavin because Gavin's a little uh, Trevor's son is a little I think he's starstruck because he's kind of looking over at the pictures yeah. of Apollo. He gets a little nervous. He's looking over at Predator. This guy, you know, and Predator, that guy was jacked. I yeah. mean, he's got well, his, he's jacked in the eighties. He's jacked. He's got he's holding an Uzi. Uh, I mean, and he's looking Duh, back at to Carl, give him, and he's to looking give back him, at the pictures and he's looking at Carl and Carl just to looks give up. him credit though. He is still no. He's still one, in great shape. He is a specimen. That dude is insane. How fit he is. So still. Carl looks up and he looks right at Gavin and he's like, "Hey man, why aren't you smiling?" <laughs> and Gavin goes like this fake like Gee! you know like on command like gives him the smile. He's like, "Aren't you having fun, man?" You know and and it just it was, it was so cool. And of course, I made a joke about his hand growing back from the Happy Gilmore experience, you know, and all this stuff. And he just signed. I don't know. I just want to say I can't give enough credit to. And and I don't know where we got the bad celebrity rap. It it's it's almost like the bad no, French rap. <laughs> not at all. It just these guys are are super cool. They, they were they were gracious. And they were they, so gracious. And they, they would talk to the fans. They they give them a minute. I mean, well, if you, not even a minute. If you think thirty seconds of somebody's time, who like like I talked to Carl. I had a conversation. I said I I locked down Carl and I said, hey, hey, 
I called, you did. Car- I you asked Carl him some questions. Too. I called him Carl. I was like, <laughs> it was Carl. pretty good. I said, Carl. pretty good. I got photos of it. I said, hey, tell me about the Mandalorian. I said, <laughs> yep. look, look, just me and you. You tell me. Tell me. Tell me one thing. And he just, he's, again, stops writing, sits down the pen, looks at me in the eyes. He's like, I got to tell you, man, this thing is big. This <laughs> is big. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I ain't never seen anything this big. This is a big deal and and a lot of effort, you know. And he gave the canned answer, but it was cool to have that from Carl Weathers, you know. Like, yeah. I'm like, I was hoping maybe he'd be like, look, look, listen. <laughs> you know? But he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. He well, not like, o- not only that, but come here. when you when you said, hey, give me a little insight into the Mandalorian, you, I, I got to give you credit, you 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 were. Not starstruck enough. To, Balboa. That's yes. what I was. I you, was not. You were afraid. able to. You were able to converse with him in a in a comedic way. But I mean, he started talking about, "Hey, my name's what do you say? Grief? Grief? Carga? Is that grief, his name? Yeah, grief is yeah. his name. In that, grief and, is all I remember because I thought that was kind of a really cool name, grief. You know. So, he, uh, but he yeah, was like, he, he's like, he it's was, the biggest thing info. I've ever been a part. You know, it was it was very cool. So it was cool. It so was amazing. then to keep it moving here. Um, <laughs> the last the third autograph that you guys got i mean i i it was a small I know one it you, wasn't well, a big deal i know you guys got timothy zahn and i oh, have yeah, an, timothy i, oh, I have an appreciation for him I go off uh, on that uh and he looked like a good dude from the pictures you took some pictures with he was him a way and, good dude and uh yes but, he was but i, I gotta hear about my guy my dog is named lando for this reason for this guy <laughs> What was what was Billy D like? I, I can I'll add to this, and Trev, you give your own take because yeah, it, yeah. It, it, here's the deal: the deal with 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 Billy was it was a photo op, and as a matter of fact, if you read all the breakdown, it was like, look, this isn't a meet and greet, this isn't an autograph signing, it's a get in line and get a picture. However, you can't walk up to Lando Calrissian and not, <laughs> and not yes. just give him like a hello. 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 So, what um, have we here? And of course, Billy, Billy's getting on in, in years. He's and 80 years old. He, they, he walked in and I think Trev and I started the clap. We're like, woo! You know, we gave the clap and the whole crowd clapped as he walked by to get we behind did. the curtain. Nobody else. I, I, I think everyone out. didn't know. Nobody else. We had head on a swivel there and we're like, there he yes. is. And we're like, yeah! And we, we started... started Clapping. We started the clap, and we started clapping for. It, was for a, it wasn't even a slow clap. In. We went right in. Okay? No, yeah, we <laughs> so, were. We, we were went from straight zero up fanning. to eleven. We were screaming. We ran up to him. We took our shirts off. Yeah, no, weird. no, we didn't do any of that. Chest bump. No. <laughs> Chest bumped an eighty-five-year-old man. <laughs> no, but my comment to you guys is that I mean, his hair slicked back. He's got this beautiful, beautiful scarf, scarf beautiful on, scarf. and this nice white shirt, and it, I just—he looked like he smelled great. He did. Like rich, yeah. That was one of the Mr. Glover still didn't have anything on him. I mean, he. I gotta say that was that was one of the one of the first comments I got when talking to Andy about this was, "Hey, how did he smell?" (laughs) So apparently he he looked like he looked like he smelled great. (laughs) Mining colony, yeah, (laughs) and Leia, and he did. He was he was very well put together. No, he's a good good guy. And I yeah. got to say, "Hey, Billy, how's it going?" And he was just like, "Good man." And then I said, "I just said thank you. I really, uh, I appreciate you." And he's like, "I appreciate you." You know, that was that was that's all the time you had. But I mean, the ultimate yeah. thing being, you're standing next next to Lando. You're standing next to you know an icon of of what we love. And uh, and as brief as it was, it was an experience. I got a, I got a great picture yeah. to prove it. So does Trev and. 
And yeah. there we go. So, but I, overall, Trevor, uh, if we were to bring this in for a landing, I would say that the summer con exceeded more than, more than, yeah. more than exceeded our expectations. Like far, uh, like I was, I, <laughs> yeah, I agreed to this six months before and I was like, ah, it's a bit of a drive. It's not that long. Yes. But, you know, I was like, ah, and I had like 20 things. I, one being one of my daughter's events, you know, and I'm like, I already set this up. And then when I, so I went there under a little bit of like duress, but when I got there, I was like, thank goodness I came here. So it was a great experience. I highly well, recommend. So next year, it, you think I should miss my wife's birthday for it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. No, yeah. absolutely. No well, and, and a, just a quick note on that. I, we, we always have, it's tougher to get there than when you get there. It's like, oh my gosh, uh, everything that happened, all the celebrities, um, there were some, there were some very good purchases that, uh, uh, that happened at this comic con that were, Amazing. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but yeah, either I think way, it's coming but, later. yeah, either way, there was some very cool stuff that you get involved in there. Uh, the celebrities, Billy D, the fact that I have a picture with me, my son, and Billy D right now with me doing the hang loose sign from Hawaii and my son doing the peace sign and smiling is something that will never go away. Yeah. It is always there. And it I isn't am available so appreciative. for very long. Yeah, yeah, Billy, exactly. He's not going to be around for no. Too much he's longer. in the next show. Um, you got you got Carl Weathers, who's in the Mandalorian, who I almost missed out, but with with Josh having the experience he had, I was like, no way, I have to, I have to get an autograph that is signed directly to me and Gavin, and it was just a just a fantastic every bit of it, all the purchases, all the celebrities, fantastic experience. Good I can't, stuff. I Go cannot explain. Go yeah, go to a con. Absolutely. Con. Yeah. All right. Yep. Right. Trevor, are you gonna are you gonna stick around or Yeah, um, just go just go ahead. I'll all right. I'll listen to you guys. Let's it. move on. Summer con. Show me your collection. This week's collection, hashtag show me your collection, comes from a guy by the name of Todd, who we just met in the last uh, week or so. And you can find him um he is part of the uh, podcast that it's uh, it, he calls it, or he in his explanation to me called it the NPR, but with Star Wars. It's at <laughs> WSTR Media, WSTR Media, and his collection is a little bit different than what we've featured here on uh, Saturday's past. And spoiler, we're going to feature him again this Saturday with uh, more of a traditional collection, but. This his his original picture that he sent me of his collection was of a tattoo that he has been getting for the last six years. He's ridiculous. Been, he's been working on getting it worked on for quite a while, and it and it goes from wrist to shoulder. And it was just uh, Empire stormtrooper helmets, uh, Empire helmets all the way from stormtrooper. Um, there was a Boba Fett in there as well, but all all these different kinds of uh, Empire helmets, um, Imperial helmets, I should say, and it was jam packed, and they just looked beautiful. Yeah, good like, artist did that. Great man. artist. We uh, we we tagged him, or he put it out there, and and uh, we shouted him out too. And uh, man, it was it was fantastic. You could tell all the time and detail that was put into it, you know, when he said, yeah, this has taken me about six years to get, like it didn't surprise me at all because it looked incredible. Um, and for us, for me, Josh, I don't speak, you know, for all of us here, but um, you spend six years trying to 
gather and build upon something, that's a collection. That tattoo, oh, absolutely, is definitely it's a work of art. It, it's a work of art, and it's it's a it's a labor of love. You know, you spent pain, time, blood, money, even pain. blood. Yeah, you put in a little bit of uh, blood, sweat, and tears on that thing, and and it it was just fantastic. So Todd. Um, I, I couldn't have been more impressed with uh, with a tattoo, and it, and that's WSTR Media, right? Yes, yeah. WSTR I to their Media pod today. Um, the uh, Yak Check them out. Check them out. Yak Facebook. No, I dug it. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, then he followed it up. Uh, but I, I, I didn't want to post these. I wanted the tattoo to stand alone. It was to me, it was impressive enough that it it qualified by itself. But he also has Star Wars you know, more of a traditional Star Wars collection in the toys and figures sure. and, and all that. And so I will post those up um, this Saturday, which upon recording this pod, it's Thursday evening. So in a couple of days, um, and we've never featured somebody twice. Uh, no, we haven't. We haven't featured anybody twice yet. Um, no, but I think this is a, a, you know, a special case because I don't think we've ever featured a body art <laughs> as no, a collection. Nope. So I, I like your take on that as far as the investment it takes to uh, get to that level of detail. I mean, it really is impressive. Uh, so good on Todd. And uh, I like his product out there with the WSDR media, uh, which side, is awesome. Side question, Josh. Yeah. Do you have a tattoo? I don't. Trevor, are you still on? Trev, Trev does. He's yep, there, so. I'm here. I I have a tattoo, but it's of my my kids' initials, basically. Okay. No Star Wars, not is, yet. Is that well? Which is initials? that the only one? So is it L and S? Maybe I don't. I, I mean, we could make anything happen out of those initials. Is it a Raylo? L and S isn't even my kids' initials, so I, that's I awkward. know, but maybe you suit <laughs> up and you got a Luke Skywalker. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, it's the same. There's I'm a chance. D yeah. and that's B? funny because I immediately went last Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my head. Okay. Uh, oh, all right. Just curious. Uh, we'll do. Uh, we'll get a BMB t- tattoo. So oh my gosh. Well, we're gonna go maybe, in. Maybe hold hands, a get challenge. a BMB tattoo. Well, <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's a challenge for some. Uh, yeah, I, should, I forgot about this. This should have been in the uh, Star Wars we'll get news. To a thousand followers. <laughs> a thousand get enough followers. followers to we'll, we'll get a BMB tattoo a on chance. our butt. Uh, no, no uh, I forgot to say this in the Star Wars news, but tomorrow, uh, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim tickets go on sale. Ooh. That's big. Get your wallets Stop ready. It. That's Stop big. Um, Anaheim, Josh, though. Anaheim. You're going. I'm going. First time. First time. Guess what? What? I'm going. First time? First time. Woo! Trevor? Oh, my gosh. I feel like Andy gave me a call earlier today that's... Well, you're not going. only that, but Shut Andy, but Andy, I just, but I just, Andy I gave, no, hold going. on, hold on. Andy's wife gave my wife a call and said, <laughs> we're going. So I feel like this may happen. So this yes, is, you're going. I may you be peer going. pressured? No, it's no, it's not peer pressure. Can, it's I, West Coast, man. We're no, West Coast. No, West I know. West there's there's, there's no going. question. I want to be there. I want to be there. No, you can't. It's a, it's a, it's a once in a lifetime type of situation yeah. when it comes no, to. No, it sounds the, sounds Where the awesome. moment is right now in Star Wars, especially that will be post- yeah, right. episode nine. But it'll also be pre. Uh, you know, after episode nine hits, they're going to be hyping the next, you know, segment of their of their, you know, yeah, Cassian Andor new, series. Yeah, and Mandalorian will be Mandalorian will be in its It might be just wrapping, but uh, as yeah. far as the viewership. But man, yeah, the end right. of Clone Wars. 
It's going to be crazy. There's so. there's a lot of new Star Wars content coming out. Just because the movie's ending doesn't mean things are slowing down. By I actually any think means. this is the beginning as far as ramping up. Disney's not going to take the. They just spent how many millions or billions? I don't know. Yeah. No, billions, it's just starting. There, on, there's so much on their lands and, and between the yeah. two parks. Yeah. No, okay. So. Um, yeah, get get your wallets ready and yeah, pull out the credit cards. Get the get the mouse on your computer ready to click away a good portion of your savings. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know yeah. I am. I'm, I'm, well, I what can't wait. tickets are what seventy five bucks for a day? That's not terrible. It's just getting there. I it's just getting there. Whew. Right. We'll figure It'll the details out later. We'll we'll that, I'm going to be out. leaving family members behind and meeting up with them later. Probably yep. BMBers behind. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Shut up. You're not leaving anybody behind. No, no, I'll be We're there. Going. I'll be holding it down. You're fine. We're going. All right. Hit it. Collector tip. That's what we have. All right. The collector tip today um, is a little, little sobering. It's thoughtful. Mm. It's insightful. Uh, it's introspective. Not, it's not necessarily a touchy feely kind of collector tip where you're <laughs> going to feel excited that I just shared this with you. Oh, but, I see. but, um, that's an interesting approach you had there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Tuesday, I already posted this on Twitter. Uh, so I've spoiled myself in a, in a way. Um, but I, I just thought, cause this will lead into like, you know, we always ask like, each other have we got anything lately and and we will but um i got something on monday uh that uh it was just a it was a sobering reminder that you need to be mindful of the reasons why people are getting rid of their collections or or just even some of their toys it may not be a collection but just something that they've had for a long time and whatever because often not always but enough to where you should keep this in mind is that people are sometimes reluctantly getting rid of them. And, uh, you know, hard times happen, you know, people move, bills pop up out of nowhere sometimes, a medical bill or a car wreck or whatever. And then they're forced to prioritize something. And then all of a sudden, something that they've had for a very long time, and maybe since they were a kid, so it's got some real strong sentimental ties to them, they have now prioritized that in order to keep moving forward, they need to sell or get rid of these these items. And so it wouldn't have been their first choice to do, but they're getting rid of that, those connections to their past, those those ties to, you know, and, and one thing for us that we have made mention of many times is that one thing that's great about Star Wars is it's generational. You know, this is something that, you know, me and my cousins did when we were kids. We were into this stuff a long time ago. And my uncle really, even more so than my dad, was kind of turned me on to this. And and then now I'm getting to do that with my son and, and my other kids. And, and because there's a familial tie to these things, it makes them that much more special. Sure. And so when you kind of get rid of something like that, not because you're choosing to, but because you kind of have to, like, be mindful of that. Don't, you know, I understand you wanting to try and get the best deal for you, but also understand too. at least be respectful of the fact that you might be getting something for a deal because of somebody else's hardship. And so collections are personal. Be mindful of that. That's my tip. That's a good one. 
I mean, I know both of us, Trevor, Josh, you know, and and myself, we've we've bought things from people that have fallen on some tough times, you know, yeah. and had that bill come up that they're not sure how they're going to pay, and you know, and that's maybe well, that's even just to say like I don't want to get rid of this, but I need to, and and you know, part of that you tell some really good stories, and I think you've done them on the pod of correcting prices to <laughs> your detriment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like saying like, yeah. hey, that's, that's worth, actually worth a little bit more. That's worth 150 and that's what I'm going to give you. You know you know what I'm saying? Instead of like, hey, I, I need to get rid of I got to unload this. So I'm going half price. I'm going 80 bucks. You know, like, well, it's worth 150 and I can't find it on eBay for less than 200. So we're both in we're both in the right here. We're both good. And I think that's a very, you know, to be honest, I learned that from you because it is from the 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 world we come from, especially if you're in eBay and you're trying to outbid somebody and you're also scouring to find the lowest priced something. I mean, yeah. that's a mentality you go in with. Well, and, and, and truthfully, that part is fun. Like the it hunt. Is fun. It's the hunt. And that's and, fun. And maybe your point doesn't apply to that because you don't know who's on the other end of the of the mouse. But Right. And, and like on eBay, you don't actually see yeah. their faces and stuff like sure. that and don't know the reasons. But but we're doing that mutual trade locally. And I know you're, you're more uh, adept at that than I am. Like Andy, if you didn't know, Andy is a scourer. He, he is, you're a scout. You're like Ray. You're just, you're, you, you dive into a star destroyer and you find that little part up in the, up in the engine well. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, you glide down and you get ripped off by some creepy alien on the yeah, you desert. Get, yeah. Strengths and weaknesses. Sure. So, yeah. So I, 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 I love that. And, uh, as a matter of fact, in life, uh, I feel that way. You buy from people you like and you buy at a fair price. You sell to people, people you like, and you sell at a fair price. That's the yeah. way it is. And, and uh, you know, whatever your thoughts are on karma, but, you Man, know, things... My thoughts are huge on karma. Things karma do... Karma's a force for us people. <laughs> I just got to be honest with you. Things, if you want me to go deep... Things do seem like they come around in whatever appropriate manner that, uh, you know, you respond to. And 100%. so, like, if you're a jerk, it's going to come back to you and someone's going to do that to you and, and you're going to get ripped off. Or But if you're putting out... You know, if you're kind, if you're fair, you know, then it's reciprocated. Whatever, however you are, it it comes back to you tenfold sometimes. And the galaxy turns. And as the world turns. <laughs> galaxy. I was trying to. Yeah, so well, yeah. And I was going, system. So, I was going, system, I was going 80s. System, if you want to talk about one particular planet. <laughs> Does everything rotate around? The, sure. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, um, so that yeah, that's the collector tip. Josh, I want Trevor. You still there? He's there. Just, qu- just quick yeah. check. Oh, I'm here. I'm okay. here. I'm listening. <laughs> right, just, oh my gosh! Just, I'm he's, on. He's just hanging on. <laughs> no, I'm I'm riveted. I'm listening to all this stuff. I'm I'm here. What's uh, just it. real quick, Josh? What's our time check? Oh, we're good. Keep going. Okay, we got about fifteen. I think I can do this in fifteen minutes. I'm sure you can. I always say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why I padded it with 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. Well, Keep going. Um, all right. I, I wanted to have a, a discussion about Luke. Um, you know, Twitter, Star Wars Twitter is really extreme when it comes to Luke. There are, there's the, you know, there's the, The Last Jedi was awesome. I've found that movie very compelling. I love that it was different than what maybe... You know, there are those that are just anyone like, expected. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, any fan expected. <laughs> yes. But then there are others that took it very personal that 
Luke wasn't acting like they thought he should, or, or it just didn't go the way they thought, you know, like, I know the tag in the trailer is like, this isn't going to go the way you think it is. <laughs> and it was like, so true because it didn't, you know, and, and there's, there's, there's extremes on both end that are, seem to hate each other and love star Wars at the same time, which is weird. Cause it's all make believe, but, um, <laughs> don't you dare say that, <laughs> but I wanted to talk about Luke and just in, and just skip, uh, like go through, he's, he will, by the end of this, by December, he will have been in six of the nine movies. And, and I wanted to see like, okay, does he really act differently in episode eight in the last Jedi than what his character has been prior to? Like, does he, is it really, did he really act out of character? Because that's what the people that hate The Last Jedi often say. Like, Luke wasn't Luke. He's not my Luke. You know, hashtag not my Luke. Right. Whatever. Um, but I wanted to go, I just wanted to just touch on some Luke highlights here. Um, and I wish. So I will correct you, though. Uh, he's technically, technically, if you include episode nine, will have been in seven episodes. Because we saw him as a little baby in number three. Yeah, I guess you're right. Foiled again by a technicality. Tiny little baby Luke. Okay. In A New Hope, he wants to be a pilot. That's how he initially comes onto the scene. He's raised by Uncle Owen, Aunt Beru. He wants to be a pilot. He wants to get off the rock and go be a pilot like his buddies are, like his buddy Biggs. Um, skip ahead a little bit. Aunt and uncle are killed while he's introduced to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Basically hanging out with a hobo. Yeah. Just, just kind of hanging around in the yeah. distance for yeah. like 16 years sure. or however old Luke is supposed to be. Sure. Um, so upon that life changing moment, he makes the decision. I want to be a Jedi. I'm going with you. Let's get out of here. Which they always say, like, you're not supposed to make life changing decisions right after a tragedy. But Luke did. It's the only way. Yeah. yeah, Like you should do that. Like get a haircut. It's a rebound situation for Luke. And we're good with that. (laughs) A rebound. (laughs) I guess, I guess I hadn't thought of it like that before. (laughs) Oh, he's rebounding with Obi-Wan. Okay. All right. So then uh, he goes and rescues Princess Leia. He's courageous. He's uh, short. Short for a stormtrooper. Yeah. Um, And... Fast forward, he blows up the Death Star. You know, whatever. And, you know... The, all what, in a day's farm boy's work. Yeah, it's like, you know, there's no way Ray could have all these abilities that fast. And it's like, well, Luke yeah, just yeah, hopped yeah, into yeah. an X-Wing and... Uh, yeah. He was bullseyeing womp rats. In his T-16, he, right. He yes. clarified that very, very clearly. Very clearly. In the super secret meeting. But it's like, all of a sudden he shows up and now he's the dude, right? Which is awesome. But yeah. I'm totally in on that. And I'm totally in on Ray doing the same thing. Sure. Okay. 100%. No qualm here. All right. She so, practiced on a rock for quite some time. <laughs> He's becomes a pilot for the rebellion and pretty well thought of after he blows up the Death Star, obviously. Commander. With a little, with a little help from Han Solo, of course. Um, goes to Dagobah that. after the Hoth deal, you know. Commander uh, Luke. Almost yeah. dies mm-hmm. in the snow speeder. Um, but he almost pulls a full deck. <laughs> almost. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I'm just going to keep punching this up. Yeah, do it. Yeah, that's, that's good. You're not distracting me at all. I'm not losing my train of thought no. ever. Uh, goes to Dagobah to train to become, you know, because he sees the vision of uh, Obi-Wan in, at Hoth. You know, you must go to the Dagobah system, train with Yoda. He cuts off his training. You know, and, and this whole training thing, he's filled with doubt. This thing is all a bit overwhelming for him. Uh, I don't think he was ever down with Yoda. Yeah, Yoda. He was annoyed it, with Yoda from from the get. From the get, yeah. yeah. And and everything Yoda said was like, no way. You're asking crazy even when Yoda was and, like, "I'm the Jedi Master you're looking for." He's just like, "Son of a god, what? What this little green?" Yeah, and then he's goblin. Got him, he's got him backpacked up. He's still he's bitching about. Two it. I mean, feet tall. Yeah. Like, I mean, how? How? Yeah. How? So there's a lot of questions in his head. And then, don't you know it was bullseye and romp? Yeah. yeah. So he and then he has the the weird cave experience sure, where sure. you know you cuts off his own head you only go in with what you take with you right okay well what does he take in with him? he takes in his lightsaber and as soon as he sees the vision of darth vader clicks that thing on cuts his head off only to realize that he was inside right so like and a lot taller <laughs> so there's doubt within luke about yoda and his training there's doubt within luke about himself and like oh really the enemy's me like the bad guy is in me, perhaps. I mean, that was just no, uh, no. Was, I, was, I think that's what the vision was saying. A hundred percent is like you could become your father. So if you take this path, are you becoming, you know, exactly so, what you're trying to fight? Yeah, and and the potential for Luke to succumb to the dark side is, you know, they don't actually. Yoda is like, uh, like ticked off that Luke leaves early to go rescue Han and Leia. There is another. Yeah, well. He's, he's even got contingency plans. He's just like, perhaps, I'm, I'm yeah. done with that kid. But he's annoyed that, that Luke's leaving because he's not ready. He needs to finish his training. And not because like Vader could whip his butt with a lightsaber, but I think Yoda was afraid that he would fall to the dark side. He would sure. join his father. He's already witnessed That it. was a real thing. He saw it with Anakin. Now Luke's going to fall befall the same fate. So there was this fear that Luke would you know, fall to the dark side, but he takes off anyway. Again, he acts brashly. We always associate that with Han Solo, I feel like. But Luke acts like he does. He doesn't follow the advice of his mentor or or suggestion. Like he says, "Nope, I got to save him. My friends are important to me, and I'm gonna do whatever I can, even if it costs me." Right. Right. So then Yoda's like, "Well, you have no idea what this could cost you. So don't do it. Wait." And he's like, "But my friends might die. Maybe." But just wait. So, but he doesn't. He takes off. He faces Vader and loses. Right? They have a brutally. I mean, like gets his hand cut off. A hand. And then he bails off of the tower in the middle of Bespin. Another great chasm. Yeah. Another example of a great chasm with very little railing. Sure. Josh. No, it's terrible. I know. It's very only unsafe. Vader. Only Vader had some solid railing between him. I mean, Vader knows what he's doing. At this point, definitely more experienced. So, um, he loses, finds out that Vader's his father, or at least is exposed to the idea that Vader's his father. Um, that doesn't get confirmed until later on Return of the Jedi. Um, but then we go to Return of the Jedi. He goes to save Han. He's He saves Leia and Chewie and the droids. So he gets some of his friends back, picks up Lando along the way, and then he goes to finish saving Han. Like... That's his buddy. That's his friend. He goes back to save Han. And so that's how Return of the Jedi starts. He goes back to save Han, gets him, 
at great peril to him and the other of his friends that they whipped up this plan that was really overly complicated if you sit and think about it. Sure. Um, but he goes and saves. Then he goes back to finish his training. So he hasn't forgotten Yoda, goes back to finish his training, but Yoda dies. He says the only way to finish Classic his training. Yoda. Classic Yoda. The only way to finish his training is that he has to face Vader. And he feels bad for him that that's the, you know, because in old canon, to become a Jedi master, you had to go through the trials. Well, there's no more Jedi. There's just about to be dead Yoda and up and coming hasn't finished his training Luke. And so his trial is Vader. Vader's his trial. And that's the only way he can complete his training. But he he feels bad for him because he doesn't know if he can do it. He just found out that his trial means his father is the enemy, which is heavy, right? For anybody, sure. real life or science fiction, that's heavy. When you find out your dad's actually the bad guy, which sadly happens, um, <laughs> that's heavy. So then... He gets to the Endor, Endor part of Return of the Jedi, and he turns himself over. Like he gives himself up to Vader because I'm endangering this mission. I shouldn't have come. <laughs> he feels conflict within Vader where no one else has. Yoda hadn't felt it. Obi-Wan hadn't felt it. People that actually knew Anakin before he was Vader, they, they did not feel conflict with Invader. Vader had turned to the dark side by all accounts until Luke. He feels the conflict within him. He says, you won't, you couldn't kill me then you won't kill me now. And, uh, you know, Vader kind of says it's too late for me, son. Mm. So there's a little connection mm. there that, you know, the fact that he calls him son instead of Luke, you know, there is, feels like he's tugging on a heartstring there. Sure. Okay. But it's probably a robotic, but a heart string. A robotic heart string? Yeah. Yes. Very well could be. Yep. Synthetic anyway. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> maybe it's from a cadaver. <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah. From all accounts. <laughs> um, so then Palpatine, he put he brings him to Palpatine, and Palpatine tempts him. Like he's trying to egg him on, like, you want this, don't you? And he's kind of tickling the lightsaber a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Grossly. <laughs> and uh and Luke holds off. He sees the battle going on outside. His friends he's are in danger. He's egging him on again. Palpatine's not letting it go. Uh, and then Luke succumbs to action. But instead of going after Palpatine, he goes after Vader. Okay. Now, you might think, well, one guy's unarmed and sitting down, and the other guy is Darth freaking Vader. Why would you go, like... Okay, strike me down, you'll become more powerful. Well, than it's prison you. rules. You go after the biggest guy in the room. Yeah. And then you, you show everyone else. Exactly. Like, you're no pushover. So anyway, at the peak of the lightsaber battle with Vader, where he has Vader on the ropes, like literally on that wimpy little railing, he cuts off his hand and Vader is breathing heavily mechanically. He's got him beat. He turns, faces Palpatine, and tosses his saber and says, you failed. He puts the saber down. Like he was never out to kill. He was never out to, f to finish his training in the sense that Yoda had meant it, that you'd have to kill him. Mm. Like, no, he took his training and said, nope, 
I'm going to conquer a different route. Not through violence, but through faith in his father. And that faith could have killed him. It couldn't, it might not have been reciprocated by Vader. And there's always Palpatine who was ready to pounce on him and did. But that faith was ultimately the thing that broke the dam in Vader, at least in his heart and mind, whatever was real of him left, <laughs> that, you know, picks, picks up Palpatine, throws him over the edge. And actually, Luke's faith in his father could, that could have got him killed ends up saving Luke and saving Vader slash Anakin. Got it. So that's where it ends. Tell your sister you were right. You know, I want to see you with my own eyes. Anakin dies. He doesn't reconcile. Anakin doesn't reconcile himself to the galaxy, just his son. The only person Vader ever saved was Luke. Wasn't Padme, wasn't his mom, mm. wasn't anybody, wasn't Obi-Wan, wasn't anybody that he actually loved and cared for and, and knew and had relationship with. It was his son who just came on the scene and that was enough. Luke sensed it, felt the turmoil, had faith in his father when no one else did, and that was enough. And we've already talked about redemption insofar as maybe if Ben could. Right. Right. So we don't need to dig that up again. But now Luke in The Force Awakens is non-existent. He's he's off the grid. All we know that he started a, a temple, a Jedi temple. There wasn't a lot, but there was, you know, a handful of recruits, his nephew Ben being one of them. And if you want to go deep dive, maybe Ray was there too. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have new thoughts on my right. old theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For another time. Um <clears throat> but um Ben has conflict within him, and Luke senses it. We, uh, he's got a conflict detector. Yeah, he gets it. I mean, he's tuned into the Force, man. Sure, he's tuned in. Well, I mean, specifically, but all we know from the Force Awakens is that Ben burnt the place down, and uh, and Han Solo and Princess Leia's only son is now the main protagonist antagonist. He's the bad guy. Right? There's Snoke, there's Hux, but Kylo's the compelling one, and he's also associated familially. Is that a word? Sure. I don't, I don't know. I'm with you. Family-wise. Family-wise to <laughs> the old um, heroes, right? Han, Luke, and Leia. He's, he's got a family connection to those. So then here comes the, uh, the Last Jedi. So here's where we get to the... And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you what you think here in just a moment, and hopefully Trevor hasn't fallen asleep. So he's fine. Um, I'm seeing a steady snore signal from his. <laughs> oh, you get another no, okay. joke. <laughs> I'm I'm here, jerks. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so we get to the last Jedi, and Luke is afraid. Now he does not. He's turned himself off from the Force. He is isolated himself in a place where nobody can find him. He's become afraid. Like he's, he doesn't want to face the reality of losing the people at the temple, losing his nephew, who's also his best friend's son, right? He, he doesn't, it doesn't seem like he wants to face that or is facing it in a way where he thinks it's better if he just goes away. Right. So that there's a saying, isolation leads to desolation. So mm. the more you isolate yourself, the more those bad thoughts get to linger around because you're not 
healthily distracting yourself with other people and other interactions and things to do. You're just by yourself thinking about yourself. And often that gets you to some dark places. And I mean, what about that green milk that could have been just messing with his head the whole time? Who knows what the green in the the psychedelic effects alone mean, (laughs) especially the gathering process (laughs) that put me out of sorts. That's a little bit scarring. (laughs) Um, Keith says the green milk isn't very good either. Yeah. It's all bad. Listen to the last pod. It looked bad. Um, And so here's my, here's my crux here. Um, not Hux, my crux. <laughs> Luke <laughs> sense the conflict within Ben. Okay. And you could say it was a moment of weakness. You could say maybe by the end of episode nine, maybe he should have. Yeah, at this point. You know, maybe he should have killed him. But we, 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 yeah, we've lost Han. So um, Akbar, because of this a hole. Akbar's gone. Um, <laughs> no one's ever really gone, Josh. Yeah, no one's ever really gone. But my point here, I'm again, I'm trying to get to my point. Luke, are you? Luke, <laughs> Luke, sense, he sensed the conflict in Vader and, and still had faith in him. And Vader was the baddest dude ever, right? He sensed the conflict in Ben. And tried to kill his ass. And didn't try, but had a, had a you could call it a moment of weakness, whatever. But, um, by the end of the movie, you know, Han is dead. Leia has resigned herself to the fact that her son is gone. Luke has resigned himself to the fact that Ben is gone. Everybody has has said, okay, you know what? We've lost our son. We've lost Ben. He's too far gone. Snoke has poisoned his mind. You know, he's turned him to the dark side. And, and then at the very, very end, even Ray closes the door on him, figuratively and metaphorically. She, Everybody has written him off. Now, the only person that had faith in Vader was Luke. And that must have taken, or maybe he was just naive, and I don't know. But, but he couldn't do that same thing with Ben, who is trying to imitate Vader. Like, he saw the conflict in both of them, one he had the faith in one. He resigned himself to the fact that he was gone. So for me, that tells me since everybody has kind of washed their hands of him and given up the fact that he's a bad guy, that kind of tells me that Ben's going to be the bad guy in episode nine. And he's going to, you know, he's the bad guy. He's not getting redeemed. Everybody has, has now put the palms up, you know, their palms up and he's gone. Not even Luke could find the faith in him that he found in Vader when no one else had. What do you think, Josh? Is that too heavy? I, 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 all right. First, first, I, first I want to say, I appreciate the view on Luke. As a matter of fact, the way you tell the story, you told the story of Luke briefly through his experience actually gives him more character than we maybe got out of it. I like viewing him that way. So I appreciate that. Thank you. I liked viewing him from that perspective because as a kid, as a, someone who enjoyed the action part of the shows, you see Luke as the Jedi Knight and, and, and the upcoming, you know, you put yourself in, in his shoes and you could do that. So I liked seeing him as somebody that has to make these decisions. And especially when it comes to Vader, throwing the lightsaber down in front of the emperor, 
and saying you failed. That's a great perspective. Right. He threw threw the lightsaber down, but for Ben, he picked it up. Right. But, you know, we've used the term infallible before. Right. um, Which comes, you know, with Yoda. I mean, it's not to say that Luke is right. It's to say that it could, it could be, and even by his actions, meaning go, he goes and he hides away. It could be that he's tired. So now that we're here with Ben and he's experiencing the same cycle again, he might just say, and if any of you have family, you might just say, how many times do I have to do this mm-hmm. to make it right? And he might he might have just made the wrong choice with Ben. Now, that being said, what you just said with the hands thrown up and, and you even physically put your palms up, that's a perfect scenario. It's a perfect setup for a redemption. I apologize. Okay. Sorry. That's no, the perfect setup. Is hey, because, you are definitely not alone. And I'm glad we actually kind of disagree on this because yeah. usually we agree on stuff. Sure. And that doesn't make always good for good content, but we're, yeah, go ahead. That's, that's feel that way. That's, that's not a bad setup for, for redemption. It also draws when all is lost, when all is lost, especially if the, the, per your description, the person who had the most faith in the worst person in the galaxy at the time we witnessed it decides that with this next person, they're washing their hands. That's almost a more profound setup for a redemption. We never got redemption for Vader. We got redemption for Vader, like per your words too, which are accurate with Luke and Vader in the hangar. That's it. Only Luke and Vader knew not the galaxy that they had solved this in, in whatever small way. And the bonfire on Endor had, had put it up in smoke and the ghost, the force ghost had solidified that Anakin, at least at whatever degree. And to we don't, Luke. Yeah. Just to, Luke, to Luke, just to Luke, just to Luke, just to Luke. Kylo Ben could be the, the galactic redemption we were looking for, which takes the line all the way back to Vader and beyond. And, and really might support the rise of Skywalker, meaning it should even be, and I bet you might hear this, the redemption of Skywalker. Think about that. Because the redemption of Skywalker would 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 tie all the way back to Anakin. And the redemption of Skywalker would be that through Ben, through the darkness that has run through this lineage and been combated by its own its own family, that something came out of it. And whether Luke and Luke gave his all, he gave it all and he disappeared and he joined the force because of it. That at some point when Ray, perhaps of the same lineage, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> when Ray ri- rises above the Skywalker lineage, really, I mean, she rises above it. And whether she's a Skywalker or not, and I won't throw that out there too heavily because I don't know. I can't wait to see. I don't care if she is or she isn't. But I do know that if she redeems the Skywalker and that the Skywalkers in that form, meaning she pulls Ben back from what has already happened before. So Ben's boring if he becomes Vader. I'm just saying that out loud. Ben's boring if he becomes just as look, they're making comics and all these stories about Vader being the baddest dude in the world in mm-hmm. the galaxy. Yep. So what is it? What why does Ben have to be that way? Why does Kylo have to repeat that? Do are we getting more? Or can't we just say, hey, we got that out of Vader? Well, I I would pause on that only because, okay, if he's the bad guy, then he's imitating Vader. But if he ends up being the good guy, then now he's Luke or Han. 
So he he's going to he's not he, Luke or Han. He's, he's going to be a hero or he's going to be a villain. Like yeah, but that's ah balance. Feel it. That's that's where we're at. We'll go back again. Balance is what I think the underlying theme must be. He doesn't have to be a bad guy, but he also doesn't have to be a good guy, which actually is a better description of Han. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, which is his father, by the way. Oh. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? I must have missed that. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, so to take, and I'm only inspired by your story. So don't think I'm just, because this is the first I've heard it too. We don't get around and, and talk about your thoughts and, and then pot about it after I've a lot of come up with my own, my own responses. But I think that it's okay for the redemption of Skywalker to happen. Now, if that means that Ben falls for it, like would, Anakin, like Anakin, then so be it. And so be JJ to do that. <laughs> But if it also means that he falls in a better way, meaning he doesn't just throw the Emperor over the railing. Thank God they had railings in the Death Star. Because the Emperor's little, like, I will not walk around <laughs> with this no little railing. tiny wimpy thing. Yeah, no, it's still good. It's still good. It was still a good toss. <laughs> um, it could mean that Kylo is, is redeemed or redeems himself or redeems his lineage and, and carries on. But where does that leave Ray? I mean, if you really... So he becomes like Holdo then. Terrible comparison. <laughs> no, it just means that it just means that the the possibilities there. I think, per your description of 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 where does Kylo go? I, I, he can't just replicate Vader's demise. He can't just be his grandfather again, and especially after Luke gave up on him and do a heroic thing to save something. That's I think that's going to happen anyway, but it would be far better if after that heroic thing, he redeemed himself to the galaxy. Okay. And by that, I mean lots of road cleanup. Okay. All right. Lots Push. of community services got to go on here. Lots Kylo. of community yeah. service. Lots, lots of fine. Lots of meteor asteroid belt, you know, cleanup. So, so in order for this to not totally mirror, like JJ has shown he can do mm -hmm. in The Force Awakens, mm -hmm. like I think the sacrifice might have to come from Ray. Ouch! And I think that's a very good. That's a very good twist, meaning that the redemption of Skywalker comes from the realization of the loss of one. That's innocent, and the one that stays, it's not the it's not the hero we we, we yeah it's not the, it's hero, not the hero we that, need it's the hero we deserve yeah <laughs> and it's kind of, thanks DC <laughs> Trevor Trevor does Kylo get redeemed <laughs> Good Lord yeah yep. He does. Right. I'm say yes. All right. I think that's a great place to end, Josh. I do too. <laughs> yes. Hey, look, I want to thank Trevor. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, and 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 obviously, everyone out there listening, uh, SummerCon was amazing. Go to a con when you can. You heard the joy in Trevor and mine's uh, explanation of that experience. Go do it. It's worth every penny. You don't have to dress Absolutely. up. You don't have Absolutely. to dress up. You can wear a normal T-shirt. No one will make fun of you. Um, but thank you. Thanks, Trev. And, uh, hey, follow us at Hollow Chronicles on YouTube, uh, on Twitter, and other places. And you can listen to us if if you're not listening already on uh, uh, iTunes and other Google Google Podcasts and other places, all the places. Don't, and, don't be afraid to uh, like, 
subscribe to share about us. Yeah, share. Yeah, we really like the shares, the retweets, and the and the forwards. We need more people like you Inter- interacting with interacting, us because we're we're yeah. down. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll chat. Um, tell us if you think uh, anything that we said today was was good or a uh, load of crap. We would love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> so for Josh, Trevor, and myself, uh, this is the Hollow Chronicles podcast. Thanks for the listen.